Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now, the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Survivor After Show. We made it! Yes! (laughs) Hey guys, (laughs) this is the Survivor After Show. We are going to be talking about Survivor Season 28, Survivor Kageon. And it is episode two. I'm your host, Justin Walter, joined by my favorite caterer. <laughs> caterer? Ryan Allen Carrillo. I'm looking a little waiterish, right? <laughs> but I got this hot tie clip going you on. You are dressed very nice. You look you look good, but uh, you do look you know, like you're going to serve me some food. Well, it's because I have a jacket that's studded that I'm wearing for my after show. Oh. It bite size after this. So, yeah, let's tell our fans, you know, not only can they listen to you here on After Buzz, but you and Rachel Riley from Big Brother and Amazing Race... Soon to be Survivor. Soon to be Survivor? That's her goal. She said she wants to do all three shows. Oh, my God. But yeah, I'm on Bite Size TV. It's a new media network at the W Hotel. It's pretty legit. And uh, we shoot every Thursday. And it's live on Bite Size TV from 2.30, no, about 3 o'clock it so starts. What, you, and then what, you can catch it online. But also, if you're in the Midwest, we are syndicated on CBS. Oh, my gosh. What is the show called? Famous. Reality Relapse. Reality Relapse. It's you, Rachel, and anybody we, wait, else? So we have like a correspondent, okay. uh, a guy named Howard, who's like a reality TV fan. But we have crazy, crazy guests. It's really fun. It's Great. sort of like a Wendy Williams vibe mixed with Andy Cohen. We drink champagne on the show oh. instead of water here <laughs> at the After Buzz. <laughs> but you also have a great gig on Thursdays. Yeah, I do. Serious um, uh, Yeah, XM. I go on Dirty Pop, which is an XM show, X, Serious XM, and I talk reality TV. Well, so who's the host of the show? Lance Bass. Oh, come on now. You know, plug it out. Lance, come on. you got to give yourself a plug. No, it's he, great. Lance Bass has his own show on uh, Sirius, and he you does. come in and you're the reality correspondent. I am the reality expert. I go in and talk all reality TV stuff. Rachel and I were supposed to be on your show yeah, today, but we, we can't do three shows in one day. We're I know. Busy. We're, we're busy today. <laughs> but we are excited to talk Survivor as always, and I'm definitely going to catch Reality Relapse and one day take over as the third host of that show. That's, that's, that's the, the goal. goal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Survivor, we're back in action. Episode 2. After this episode, I know everybody's name. I can say that for sure. I still... <laughs> I, can, I don't even know how to say Kagi. I just say Kagi. Yeah, I can barely say Kagi. Someone on Twitter after our show last week sent me pictures of each tribe to help us out with the names. I just say brains. Bro. We were on Laughing <laughs> Gas last week. We we had fun. It was late night. It was a little crazy. We were very excited. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Super Bowl for us. Super Bowl. We love it. We love it. So, you know, we start off this episode post-Tribal Council, you know, the end of last Tribal Council. Garrett got voted off surprisingly changed her vote and we kind of see spencer just feels like he's out of, out of luck and the girls are talking about they should keep the three girls together right after moving forward right 
I, you know, it's always great. I love when they show right afterwards and it's the, that spy cam or whatever, and it's all like the, black, night, the vision. night vision cam. And yeah. it's, it's just a struggle. But I understand he feels like he's on the bottom, yeah. which, you know, technically it kind of is. But, you know, I also would feel pretty confident leaving there because knowing that they all are very – any of them can go at any minute. And the yeah. fact that they made such, like, a rash decision uh, like that also shows that they could be turned at any time. So yeah. I think he should feel pretty confident. And it's interesting. It seemed like Tasha – she went from obviously, you know, almost pulled like a Sierra Hayden in that tribal council, realizing, oh, I'm on the bottom of a three way alliance. Let's switch this thing up. Right. And then she did. And then in in conversation, Cass approached the two girls, saying like, I don't want to be replaced for Spencer. Like, I think we should stick with the three girls. Right. Let's go us three. So all of a sudden, Jatia, who is like messing up challenges left and right, is in kind of somewhat of a powerful position. She's not making decisions, and she could get cut. Very easily. And a lick. And I think... If, and had it been that way, I think she would have been gone. We'll talk about it in a minute, but... She... And it's... I, I think what's... This season in general, so far, the first two episodes, people are not going because they mess up in challenges. Even this episode, the guys that messed up the challenge and winning for the beauty tribe didn't go home. Right. So it's kind of... Nobody's really basing vote-offs, you know, this time around off of who lost challenges. It's all which comes sometimes, strategy. Which sometimes it's smart. And yeah. sometimes... It's the bigger picture. Yeah. So it's what I do like in general about having six people on a, starting on a tribe is automatically people are on the outs. They know they're on the outs. So when there is time for a switch up and merge or whatever it's going to be, people know where they stand. Whereas when you're on a tribe of nine or ten, you can feel like you're in the majority when you're really not. Right. But in six, you know you're not in the majority if you're not in the majority. So had you been on uh, the Brains tribe, would you have sent yes. Garrett home the week before? Like, uh, do you think that was a smart move or no? I think for tribe unity, it was a smart move. Right. You know, and I think I would be te- if I were on the tribe, I'd be teaming up with Spencer Cass and uh, Tasha. Right. So well, there'd be no one. Else. Wait, wait. Who did I say? You know those, yeah, three. Oh, those no, three. No, no. I would say yeah. obviously Not those. Jatia. I would like that alliance. Like that would be my. I would love that for because I think Tasha. I don't know if I like the alliance because they like are they're terrible at challenges. No, but I think you could rein them in and really puppet master them. I think you could really control. But their votes. I mean, it's just by the grace of God. We'll talk about it later. Like, they're <laughs> terrible. I know. All of them are terrible. They, they are pretty bad. But uh, so another night vision thing we got to see on the Brawn Tribe was Tony. The cop who said last week he wasn't a cop to Sarah. He's so too much. <laughs> he's he, too much, right? He's trying to be Russell Hans. Yeah, he's so calculating. Like it's just it just does not come across authentic at all. No, I liked that he confided in Sarah that he's a cop. Right, Sarah, I think is going to go for the long haul. She is really good at challenges. She's very good socially. She's super smart. I hope she's she figures got that out. Instincts. I think next week she does. But she, I think that was a smart move to confide in Sarah. You know, you have the cop alliance thing. Right. That's good. Cops are us. Hashtag cops are us. The, the beginning part of that was great. Good. Then it went downhill. Way downhill. Way downhill. And why do you think it went downhill? Well, because he's causing unnecessary drama yes. when the second you tell somebody that your name is brought up, yes. there is no way in hell you're not going to confront that other person yeah. at some point. Because you could just see her through the course of the episode is just staring at those other people. Yes. Who were the people that... Cliff so, and Lindsay. Cliff and Lindsay. And supposedly, he said that had uh, their, her name had come up and basically put her on, you know, it's so on, on the aggressive. Dumb. And so the entire time, she's just like, the, "I know you guys are talking, you know, smack about me, mm-hmm. not smack." And, <laughs> that, and so 
it's going to come up. Yeah. There's no way it's not going like, to come up. He was, like you said, I agree. He was so good on, like, confiding about the cop thing. But then why make up a lie at that point in the game that doesn't need to be made up? You're not going to tribal council. You don't need to cause unnecessary drama and doubt in Sarah. When she finds out it's not true, you're gone. Right. Like, you will be I'd cut. I don't say this. Most, most cops, the majority, are very, very ethical people. Like, to be a cop, you have to go through a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I could never be a cop. You can never try drugs. You can never drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> not that I do or condone these things. However, I would never pass. Yeah. I went through a crazy So do you phase. think his crazy lies, because it seems like he's going to be crazy, are unwarranted because he's a cop? I'm just saying, like, if you have this whole cop thing and have this whole bond and it's, like, a good moment, like, go with it. She's a strong player. Yeah. Like, there's no point to do all this stuff. She's yeah. already on your side. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty... You can tell when someone's usually authentic or not. Yeah, he's not. She comes across very authentic to me, and I would believe almost anything she said, especially just talking about, yeah. you know, the, what's it, blue jacket, what was she saying? What what was the cop? Blue blood. Blue blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would believe her in, in two seconds. Yeah. There's no re- there was no reason for all yeah. that. And plus it's too soon to get that crazy. Yeah, I think he got too crazy too quick. But one thing I do like is... He's using the the perception that he is a cop and that a cop gives his word, it's going to keep his word. Right. I like that in the confessionals and in the long run, he wants to maybe go against that and use that to his advantage, but he's doing it too soon. Right. And to the wrong person. And to the wrong person. She's you don't got do your that back. to her. Yeah. She's, she's got, got your, your back. back already. Don't do it to her. Do, do it, it to, to the other dumb do people. Do it to the other dumb people. And you have the idol. You don't need to be going this crazy right away. Yeah. Take. Like, Take your spice check down and Take breathe. Your breath. Take your breath. But I think that's one of the hardest things in the show is you have people like him. And then I'm thinking back to Dawn. You know, everyone looked at her as the mother, and she went against what the mother should be doing in the game. Right. And I like when people can step aside from the perception that people have of them and use that to their advantage to get further in the game. I agree with you. But it has to be closeted. You it, can't it has go to be calculated. Calculated yeah. and closeted. You can't go against your mom perception to everyone on yes. the thing. You could do in your confessionals, yeah. oh, I'm playing this, I'm doing this, X, Y, Z. Yeah. But you, everyone expects you to be a certain way. You kind of have to be that yeah. way. And I it's. I think we saw the preview for Did next. Did we mention why Jerry's not here? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was voted off. We, you know, Jerry was voted off this week. We apologize. She's I, on Redemption Island. We'll see if she gets back, you know. With Christina Chaw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing we could talk about real quick. Jerry last night. And Ryan last night went to a Reality Wanted Awards reality? nomination ceremony? Correct. At the parlor. And basically, it's like the only legit... It's award season in Los Angeles. We just had the Oscars. And so what's <laughs> what's the time for? The Reality Television Awards. And Jerry was one of the presenters. Philip and Abby, they all represented uh, Survivor. Furious that we weren't nominated for something. That's Rachel. What do you I was mean? Never, you and Rachel? We just want to be nominated for something. For what? You're not on a current best, reality show. Best reality talk show? Is that a and is that a nomination? It should be. Damn well, it. then let's add we it. We should be nominated. We should get I nominated. I should have a double nomination. <laughs> no, but Jerry was getting a little, you know, crazy with the booze last night. Whoa! No, she wasn't. No. She wasn't drinking. She texted us on her way here. She said she's not feeling well at all, so she apologizes to all of. The fans out there that right. she couldn't be in here today. We well, love Jerry. We well, she her. was, uh, she was, she was in the theme of Survivor, and it was pouring rain, and she decided just to stay outside to, to you know, oh, feel that with them, and geez. so she may have gotten a little ill. Oh, poor Jerry. Bless well, her. The rain last night on the show was hideous, crazy. No, it's it's just as miserable. Jerry loves that. I don't even like watching it. I there was a moment that I loved, and it was when Woo. 
on the bronze tribe was like in the middle of the monsoon and it's like the wind is blowing and you see the water crashing and he's like this is crazy but this is survivor i love right. it and he it was, was into it he was into it and i love that he was into it compared to everybody else who was like ready to quit here's an example it's maybe not gonna make sense <laughs> i lived in orlando for a while doing shows and I don't know why, because it doesn't rain out here that much. So I, when it rains, we like run in California from the rain. I love we it. like we hide our face like this, and like after a while, because it rains every day in Orlando, that like I just was like, I'm just gonna walk and just own it. What am I gonna do? And that's what you have to do yeah. in this situation. You can't cuddle up and just think it's just gonna yeah. that's gonna keep you warm. You have to just move on with your life, mm-hmm. run around and do your thing. Yeah. Just sitting there freezing a water log is not going to make it cute and, at all. And they were showing like you saw Cliff's hands, you saw Jeffrey's feet, all their, you know, <clears throat> Lindsay's feet and they it was just like when you're in a hot tub too long and your body like Yeah, you're totally pruned, you're totally up, pruned. which is very dangerous for your feet. It's mm-hmm. very easy to get cut and mm-hmm. infections and everything else. I mean, it's not it's miserable. And that's either feet is what you need to protect the most. Of what course. you said from your experience. Over and over again. Mark yeah. Burnett says said that over and over again. I know they say it in the survivor training before they go to really take care of your feet. Because you can feet. be taken out and lose because of your feet. Ugh. I mean and it was they were miserable. Lindsay at one point um said on the bronze shop, she was like, This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life and I wish I hadn't signed up for it. And it was just like Ugh, Purple Kelly, Nayanka. <laughs> I know you have to have those low moments. Everyone's allowed to. You have. To. I guarantee you, everyone. Everyone them, would. Right, and everyone probably cried at one point yes. during the course of the night because it is miserable. Yeah. And you know, at that moment, you're like, I don't want to be here. But then you yeah. have these moments of how beautiful the beach is, or yeah. you're winning a challenge, and then that makes it all worth it. But yeah. at that moment in time, it's I mean, not pretty. There's those moments I've had, I've had food poisoning and the flu, and I'm like curled in a ball, freezing, shivering, like the, how they were on the show and. It sucks. So yeah, and for twenty four hours, being like huddling as a ball, shivering, and it wasn't shaking. just raining. It was like, I mean, it was he could barely it, take those palm trees across the beach. In the water, just looking at the water when they showed the water, yeah, just I kept the thinking waves. A, a tsunami was coming. It was. It's intense. So they <laughs> yeah. definitely uh, are in the wet season over there. And, yeah. and well, uh, Jeff had warned. And it was foreshadowing that first episode. He when knew it was coming. He was like, "Oh, it's actually nice probably, out today." Enjoy. They probably <laughs> picked that location on purpose. Well, and because last season there was a lot of every. Everybody was like, oh, we played Survivor Light. Sierra didn't lose any weight. And and uh, Laura, Rupert's hus- wife, uh, she, you know, made a comment like the conditions were great. We didn't feel like we were surviving at all. Right. You know, it's like it made it what made the episode great to me, too, is because it, well, they dealt with that. But they also just showed them actually really, really surviving. They yes. actually already. That's why I liked it. Right. They actually seem like they're already hungry now because, yeah. you know, that, that doesn't even take place anymore. Yeah. And. And uh, that's that's why I like it. I think it's awesome to see kind of like that element of the game. That that's why it's different than Big Brother. That's why it's different than all these other reality shows because you have to actually survive the physical elements. Right. Which trying I to keep that it. fire going too in the rain is it's not crazy. an yeah. easy gig either. One of the things I don't know if you noticed that I just started cracking up hysterically was when they went to after it was all over when they went to the beauty tribe. The music cue. Did you notice the, the beauty tribe? The music cues. Pay attention out there. The music Wait. cues they use for the beauty tribe are so funny. Wait, yeah, there was, well, there was a whole montage there, there of something, is... and it was like, no, that was the water when they prep for the challenge. We'll get to that in a second. Oh my god, yes, yeah. yes. That's but what no, I was what, about. notice whenever they show like the beauty tribe, the music cue change, or the music changes, and it's like this, like. It's like the Real Housewives, how each house, housewife <laughs> yeah. has their own little it is. beat, and then the the Bron tribe is like, dun, 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 you know, and then the the non Bron tribe, like, do, 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 do. but uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, Jeffra broke down, you know. It seemed like Jeffra, she was on the Beauty Tribe, the Miss Kentucky, 
Right. She's, you know, the cute girl, the blonde, who she was just like, I, I crying and couldn't do it. And it's tough out there. Yeah. It makes it good. I like it. Yeah, you you cry a lot. You would cry out there, too. I would cry, but I would uh, use it to my advantage. A strategy. <laughs> I think you would cry because, A, it's miserable. <laughs> B, I think you'd cry because you would just be so happy to be there. I have, yes. <laughs> I have a couple moments yes. like that, too. I would literally go away and be like, I'm an survivor. I mean, <laughs> we cry watching the episodes. <laughs> I know. If I cry watching the episodes like we do, yeah. then we would definitely cry. All right, so we get to... Um, one of the biggest things that happened during this monsoon downpour is the beauty tribe was all sitting together in the rain. And, you know, we hear LJ. He says, you know, when we walked in on the first moment, Morgan was over in those cliff areas. She must have been looking for an idol. I'm going to go look for an idol. Right. He walks over there while everybody's sitting at camp. Nobody questions where he's going. Well, it's, from the opening shot, it's kind of over to the side. So maybe okay, he maybe was he a little around. Yeah, because I bet you they wanted it off camera, like an off yes. the shot from the camp. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm, you know, he may have... Uh, he somehow did it where he found right. the idol. Or a producer pointed to the water. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like... But it's interesting. It's like... You know, it's... Uh, is this the second person to find an idol without a clue? All of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Tony f- found it with a clue, but right. um, it's, you know, all three idols have been found, but Garrett, you know, he he got voted off when he had an idol, so that one's He should have told Spencer on the way out where it was. Yeah, you know. Help your boy out. Help your boy out, Jarrett. Garrett? <laughs> I always say Whatever Jarrett. your name is. No, it's Garrett. Uh, but so LJ found the idol, and he's sitting in a powerful position, and, yeah, he found – it was like – it's the crazy thing was it, it was under a rock, tied up under a rock, and he just so happened to, like, stumble upon the yeah. right rock. I don't know. It's it's in such a different place than usual. I don't know if I would be – you know, like you, it would be harder to find. If it was in find. one of those holes, like, on yeah. the cliffs, okay, I get it. That's where I'd be looking. I wouldn't be out but in the water. he looks down. He picks up a rock and then unties it from underneath. It's like, how did he find this thing? The water must be really clear. <laughs> clear. And he saw the rope tied up on it, right? Right. Um, so LJ's got the idol, and uh, it seems like nobody questions, you know, if someone has it on that tribe right now. Well, no, a lot of them think that Morgan – which is there good. Is that he talk. can kind of play it up like Morgan's probably got the idol. That's why they have to keep her ostracized. Um, right. That's good. So we get to the clue for the immunity challenge, and it basically spells out you know one of the classic survivor challenges where you throw water from bucket to bucket and then you know do something with it. I so can't this, with this scene. I can't. This scene. So we get to the brain tribe. They need a win. They've lost two in a row. They're down to four, and Tasha is uh, saying. You know, why don't we practice? And everybody's like, Cass is like, oh, I like the Buddha they gave us. Let me tie it on our camp. Right. And Spencer's like, let's, redec- let's redecorate yeah, the camp. I don't, and we know Spencer's like, yeah, whatever. And Jatia's doing her thing. And, and then she's like, Spencer, you probably want to and need to practice. Basically saying, like, you're going to give it off. Right. You should be invested in practicing. What would you have done if someone said, let's practice on the beach? Oh, my. I would have been, been the one suggesting it. It doesn't even make sense to me why they were so, like, not for it. No, it doesn't make sense. I am a preparation person. I would be practicing I, all, all the time. I do, literally. For everything I do, I like to go be fully prepared. If someone says, yeah. let's practice for the challenge, let's go. Hey, uh, get you something to do. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, no, I, it's more important that I drink water. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how long it takes to drink water. Let's drink some water right here. All right. I'm, let's go practice. My, my water. <laughs> I'm done for the day. <laughs> and they had, And they didn't have to boil water because if they were smart, they would have caught all that rainwater to drink. 
Uh, there's tons of water yeah. everywhere. So Just start sucking on the leaves at this point. So Plus, they, you know they have a, <laughs> a well over on the corner with bottled water. Like They, they do not. They did. What was they the plastic it. water bottles last uh, no, season? No, they did not. Yes, there they did. There was no plastic water. They had them Stop in those it. things. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, so you know I'm right. They n- They're not going to make him die out there. For they start like, practicing. There's insurance with Survivor. First, it is Spencer and Tasha. Then Cass comes in. Then Jatia. And it is it's the most random scene where they have these little things of coconut husks. And they're like tossing water back and forth and coming up with strategy on how to get the water to the best in the other person's. Which there's a way to do it with those little things, too. It's just they just are. They're just uncoordinated. No, uncoordinated and, not and just not into it. They but, just stop, concentrate, yeah. and do it. it. The music for that, it was this montage. Hysterical. It was At first, I was like, they are really filling time here showing us this. Yeah. And then I was like, no, this is actually really, it really funny. funny. Yeah. Like, they are ridiculous. And it's just, it's funny. Uh, and, and it totally came into play later. And go which, to the challenge. What's funny, though, because after the challenge, they never even discussed... Uh, you know, we should have practiced more at, yeah. or something. It's so the challenge was, you know, the the tribe is in a line. The first person has to put a bucket in the ocean to fill it up with water. Unlike in the past, or if they, I don't remember if they've done this in the past, but they had to actually toss the bucket to the first person, and then they started like tossing the water from bucket to bucket. Right. So where, if you're tossing it to like uh, girls that are 100 pounds, the, the first strategy is don't fill it to the top. <laughs> like let's just Spencer, come on now, yeah. So, you know, it was uh, Spencer, you know, doing it, and the brains had so much trouble. They literally, half the shots we saw, like... Them dropping it. And them dropping the bucket, but then, like, just drips of water getting to the, to yeah, the last... Jatia throwing it, and not a mist, <laughs> a mist comes out. And at one point, I hope Cat- she did. We didn't see Cass, but I hope she wrung out her shirt in the bigger bucket, uh, you know, because she was soaking wet. Right. They were all soaking wet. It's like, just start throwing your clothes. Soak your water. If They, they probably weren't allowed to do that. Right. But, um, so after the last person got the water, then they had to fill up a bucket that the water came colored, their tribe color, and then when enough water was there, it then released a ball to be... <laughs> Insert into a puzzle. <laughs> Insert it into a puzzle. That's a, a maze puzzle. That's this maze, circular maze that you have to use two two ropes to get looked the ball. Fun. That looked really fun. Yeah. I like that sort of thing. I challenge. haven't seen that one before. There's been similar stuff, you know, using ropes. Remember when Russell yeah, yeah. Swan. I remember that one. Remember when he the, passed this out. particular pattern. Yeah. A little... So it was, I thought it was really fun. And so you had, a, you know, right away the, the, the brawn and the beauty they pulled out ahead. And you had... Uh, um, from the beauties, LJ and Jeremiah took charge of the rope. And I love Jeremiah. They had <laughs> he's getting cuter and cuter. <laughs> the beauty tribe as a whole, I think, got a lot more attractive this episode. Once yeah. we got to spend more time with them, it's an attractive tribe. Um, I think uh, you know the problem, LJ and Jeremiah. They just couldn't get there. It seemed like at one point in the challenge, you had to really like yank the rope really hard, and the ball had to go through one of the the maze walls really right. quickly and they right. just Be- couldn't do it. Because it has to skip over. They're yeah. trying to get it across so they have to be so quick. So they just couldn't do it. So they just, they couldn't do it. They had a huge lead over the, the brains. The brains got in there and then Cass and Spencer, they came back and they, they came back. The bronze won first and then Cass and Spencer came back and I was like really happy <laughs> that they they won. I was too. I mean, it, it, you don't want the same uh, tribe it going. So it just gets boring. And what, it was so like, 
I don't want to say the word touching, but awesome, like how they got so emotional. Jatia's yeah. bawling. And it's just like when you lose and lose and lose and you're just defeated, that win means so much. Right. And it was just kind of like I was yeah, so happy. The wind happy was totally out of their sails. It was and so the rain. great. Yeah, they were, they were, they were happy. What I was a little disappointed is we didn't get to see them back at camp at all. Like, did they celebrate? You know, what right. was the conversation? Like, clearly, they were on cloud nine. I'm sure. I know, but I would like to see a little bit of that, but clearly not enough time. Uh, so the beauty, beauty had to go uh, vote someone off and, and strategize and, and kind of like go from there. And uh, yeah, what do you think of the beauty? <laughs> well, A, I'm just glad the that someone... Beauties. Well, I, the beauty, I think they were having the, the most difficult time with the weather element. So for them not winning a tarp, I think was yeah. huge for them and horrible oh, yeah. for them around. They went back to camp and you could just tell. I mean, what was the first thing that, uh, um, I, who's, who's the guy that has the idol again? LJ. LJ, the first thing he said, does anybody want to go home? Because yeah, yeah, that it's was that funny. bad thinking that somebody may, yeah. which there's quite a possibility sometimes with Which this. it was, you know, he he was smart to say something like that because, oh, maybe if someone's like, you know, I'll go home. Okay, cool. He didn't do right. the whole, he didn't do the whole Garrett thing, you know, right. which is smart. And he's a smart guy. Um, before we talk kind of how they strategize, uh, I do have to give Tony credit on the Braun tribe. That he's thinking that a little bit. That he is thinking a little bit more than everybody. So when the Braun tribe won, they got a lot of supplies, comfort, and pillows, and blankets, and tarps, and and hammocks, and stuff. And Tony, he's the only one looking for clues. He already has the idol. He knows more clues are going to be hidden in the supplies they win. Every season, they're hidden in the reward supplies. Yeah, come on now. Come on. And Tony's the one who's he's getting all the clues. Do you think it was smart for him to just get rid of the clue altogether? Or do you think he should have, like had the the tribe looking for it to throw it off that he doesn't have it at all. I think it's smart he got rid of it because if someone, you know, if, let's say he let someone else find it and then they go to this spot and it's not there, then somebody knows someone has the idol. Not but, necessarily because a lot of times they're like, we just can't find it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's smart he got rid of it and I think that if someone lines up or finds a clue in the future, he can play dumb. You know, no one's going to suspect that he found clues. Right. You know, there's nothing tying him to finding the clues. Um, so... I don't know. I think I think he's playing that part of the game smart too. Right. He's and paying attention for that part. You he's paying attention. He's getting a little too cocky. You know, he's getting way too cocky. Right. And he's kind of he thinks he's running the show. He thinks he's running the show. He's kind of uh, he's o- over the top a little bit. So you know, we get back to uh, the beauty tribe, and it's all about who are we going to vote off. Nobody volunteered to leave. Thank God. <laughs> and it's coming down to. It's almost like, in my opinion, it was like watching high school. Yeah. Like, this tribe was like watching high school. It was like the the popular kids ganging up against the outsiders. Yeah. I mean, that's how I felt. No, I, I, I felt that way, too. But um, I don't know. It's their their whole alliances. Because well, Jeremiah yeah. had an alliance. He was sort of playing both sides. Yeah. And so he was sort of the deciding vote yeah. on everything. What we didn't really see, but it's kind of understood, is the first main alliance on that tribe was formed LJ, Jeremiah, Alexis, and Jeffra. So it's, you know... I need to learn that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, who are these people? So, so we have LJ and Jeremiah, clearly. Yes. And then Alexis is uh, the um, the brunette. On the tribe, you know, the curly hair brunette who Jerry thinks has hair like her. And then Jeffra is the blonde, the cute southern blonde. So it's the idea they have the four alliance and they have to keep Morgan on the outside because she, you know, from the beginning was kind of ostracized. Right. And then Bryce, it seems like they wanted to keep Bryce on the side because there was 
they were alluding to the fact that he knows the game really well. Right. They think that he has a really good social game. Which he has a I, really good social game. I don't really see that, but I don't know. They're not really showing much. So it's either either he's like a big super fan and talking about Survivor a lot and they think he's a threat, or they just are looking for a an excuse to get him right. out. Or he's Mr. Social and he is sort of maybe talking to everybody. But I'd also he's say super, from, from he, Tribal Council, he said that you know he hadn't spoke more than two words to yeah, Alexis. So Alexis. That's not, that's, so I don't know where the social game is here if they haven't yeah, been speaking. And, I mean, from the parts for as for television, he was really entertaining. Oh, he was watch. great. He had some good one-liners. You know, his one-liners were great, but one-liners don't always translate into a good social game. Right. Um, so, you know, that was the four. But then Jeremiah was in the middle because earlier in last week's episode, Bryce and Morgan approached Jeremiah, and Morgan was like, I think Jeremiah likes me. There was, like, this whole little thing of, like, Jeremiah kind of saying that he thinks Morgan is hot. And um, she was saying how she could use her feminine qualities and her boobs to, you know, lure him in. So they were thinking, we have a solid three, Jeremiah. Bryce was 100% confident that Jeremiah was with them. So Jeremiah is definitely playing both sides of the game. Yeah. And he is the Southern guy, like, JT, that everyone trusts. JT in his first season, everybody right. trusts the Southern guy. Because you can even tell, even in his confessionals, he was very much like, Torn. oh, this is, yeah, this is, like, a very immoral thing for me, and, like, I don't yeah. want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, yeah. you know, that I think that's going to come bite him in the ass later. Yeah. Because you can't go, you can't have feelings on Survivor. Yeah. So, until after. So then, uh, come on now, Morgan and Bryce. Morgan and Bryce, you know, po- tried to pull in Jeffra as the fourth. Because why would you want to slip vote this early? It's stupid. So they went to <laughs> so Je- dumb. They went to Jeffra, and Jeffra was like, "Oh, let me think about. It. Let me. And is Jeremiah on board? Wait, you, are you sure Jeremiah's on board? Because she already knows they have an alliance. So then she goes to Jeremiah, and Jeremiah denies it and says, "I'm with you." Clearly, it's two pairs. It's like LJ and uh, right. Alexis, and then Jeff. If you wanted to make them Jeremiah. clearly, uh, you know, Morgan sort of sealed the fate. He sh- she should not have approached um, the blonde and like fully spilled the tea because it just did not work. Mm-hmm. Like they sh- they should have had uh, talked about that as a group a little bit better and yeah. sort of decided who was going to approach her as yeah. opposed to Morgan being the one to do that. Yeah. Or was it? I can't remember. Was it Bryce? I can't. I'm drawing a little like. Um... Um, one of them, whoever did did a bad job. <laughs> no, it was Morgan was the one who yeah, said okay. who said it. Yeah, but it, Jeremiah probably should have been. Hey, we're gonna. I don't know. They should have planned that or, or talked about it a little bit more on camera. Yeah, and I mean, clearly Jeremiah, even though he said he was torn and didn't know what he was going to do, and I, just, I think he was pretty clear he where was he was pretty going. Clear. I think he just felt bad. He didn't want to say like, "I'm sorry, I'm with these guys. I'm not with you." So he kind of just like. Well, I think he was going with you know what he stereotypically think is going to be better for him with challenges yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, and, and it seems like the leader of the pack is LJ, and LJ wanted Bryce out, and and then Alexis, I like, I like her a lot. She, you know, came up with the idea of if Morgan has the idol, let's split the vote. So Alexis approached them and said, "Why don't we do a two-two-two tie, where the guys vote for one person, the girls vote for the other person, and then if they vote together, we have a two-two tie. Then if an idol is played, we'll be safe." And uh, the other person will go home. If an idol's not played, then we all vote Bryce out. And they did it. Yeah. And it worked. And I really, like, give uh, Can you hear that in the mic? The clap. Hand, uh, clap uh, to Alexis. I love strategies like that. I love, you know, let's not play it safe. Let's go out there. Let's come up with out of the box. It's not It's not out of the box. It was pretty simple. Right. But she's the one who, but like. she's going in there with some she brains orchestrated behind it. it. Right. She's got the beauty. She's got the brains, you know, and she's got the bra. She's one of the three. One. Of, she's got all three, even though she's on the beauty Clearly, track. she's watched Survivor before, unlike she's some of these watched, other people. <laughs> you know, and uh, it was smart, and it worked, and, you know, there was a, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, there was the 2-2-2 the split between Mo- Morgan, 
Bryce and Alexis, and then you had Jeffra, LJ, and Jeremiah revote, and they all voted Bryce out. Every time uh, the card came up and said Alexis, she looked like she was going to have a nervous breakdown. Like I know. Like she, full... was so, she was really cute. Yeah, she was cute. What did you think of uh, Bryce's performance at Tribal Council? He really was kind of spilling the tea. Yeah. Well, I think uh, – and I just use the phrase spilling the tea spilling because the tea. this I, guy I, I is get, rubbing off on me. I get, <laughs> I get five cents every time someone <laughs> says the tea, so I'm going to go ahead and just add that to my PayPal account. Oh, gosh. Um, no, I mean, he, I think that's also why he you know, he ended up going home. He's maybe a little bit too honest and just brutal. But you know, Tribal Council, as a fan, you know, we love to see everyone mm-hmm. just sort of spill everything out there for everybody. Yeah. Um, but that's probably what got him in trouble in the first place. Well, and it's interesting because one thing that I found interesting was when Jeff Propes said to Bryce, he's like, Bryce, do you feel like you fit in on the beauty tribe? Yeah. His answer was like hysterical. Just too much. <laughs> a caterpillar and a butterfly. I don't even know what the hell he's talking he about. He said he does because he views himself as beautiful and fabulous because he was like a caterpillar that came out of his cocoon as a beautiful human being. And it was interesting because the whole time I've been interpreting beauty as, you know, the beauty tribe, which clearly for the, what it stands for, it's like the outer beauty. Right. But his interpretation of beauty or what he said at Tribal Council was like, I'm a beautiful person and, you know, and that sort of thing. And uh, I found it entertaining. <laughs> entertaining? Or did you cry? I did whatever? not cry over I was that not, comment. I was not touched. I all. wasn't touched. I just thought it was like, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But it was it was fun hey, and entertaining. Hey, what, what do you do at Tribal Council? Do you try to get some sound bites? Yeah. And- you never know when you're going to go home, so you got to get it all in there so people remember in. you. People for sure will remember them yeah. after a tribal. The tough thing that I think is about what I said earlier about this, like starting off with only six people on your tribe, is it's really hard to make people not feel like an outsider that could bite you in the butt in the end. Right. Like so now it's just clear that there's the four of them and Morgan, and it's just like if these five go up to a split or anything, it's just like Morgan's going to spill the tea. And, you know, they have an alliance of four. But it's also like you look at every tribe and you could basically like peg what the alliances are. Right. There's no there's no there's no wiggle room. There's no hiding. And I kind of right away like that. Again, that's why you have to like have an alliance with everybody and everybody has to feel safe constantly. And it's very much like you said, high school, where everyone is just separate. And they described it that everyone's sort of doing these four people are doing their own things. You have to include everybody from the start and make everybody feel comfortable and have your little conversations when you're getting your water, climbing to get your coconuts Mm -hmm. and everything else. And I think what the move for them next week at the Beauty Tribe is they either have to kind of the four of them should decide as a, a group like, do we want who? Who would Morgan more likely believe and want to align to? Do we have the boys approach her and say, we want you as our secret third? Or do we have the girls approach them and say, do we want you as our secret third? So I think, I think their, alliance, it, their alliance should to say, let's both do it. No, I know. they yeah. should. That's what they should do. They should go approach make her. Make her feel super Make her feel like she is the one in the power seat. Of course. She's driving it. And hopefully they do that and not just leave her as a periphery member of the tribe right. because that will bite them in the butt. Right. Like the, what they, what the girls have done in the brain tribe to Spencer, I honestly think Jatia will probably go before Spencer and Cass and Tasha will say like, let's be smart. Let's actually have an alliance with Spencer. But if those three girls don't, they cannot make Spencer feel like he's an outsider because he will make a move. Right. Like, because when you're desperate, when you're on you're the bottom, in the corner. you get... You get out and you form a new alliance and right. you just spill the beans on Hence everybody. the whole premiere episode. <laughs> yeah. So Bryce went home. Not really. Not surprising. Not surprising. Not crazy. You know. Um, but his parting words. Did you watch? Yeah. <laughs> he was ridiculous. <gasps> he was ridiculous. Oh, my God. I should have recorded it on my phone to play it back right now. Yeah, because well, He was funny. That was. I'm in a Survivor fantasy pool. 
with some of my friends. You're such a door. And in the middle of the episode, I get an email from my friend. Even our engineer is laughing at you at this a, point. I get an email from my friend Lisa from Boston College, and she's like, I'm so glad I drafted Bryce. I don't care. He got voted off. I just loved what he said after he got voted off. And I was like, thanks for ruining Tribal for me. So I <laughs> went into Tribal knowing Bryce was going to go. But – I agree with Lisa 100%. His, I hate this whole East Coast. I can't even go onto Twitter or I nothing know. because I, it's, they all spill the tea. I know. And uh, one of our followers that tweets us all the time, Stevie, he he tweeted at us something about like, oh, I guess the Tyler Perry idol is not true. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't want to yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I don't know what he's talking about. Steve's about to get- Oh, my God. <laughs> it's raining in the studio. <laughs> I just spilled water everywhere. You are so embarrassing. <laughs> what is this, America? Oh, my God. Hurry. Hurry. <laughs> oh my god Where you're are, a fucking there's disaster. a lot of equipment here I got animated talking with my hands because oh I god. tend to do that I'm, I'm a loud Italian and uh whoa okay so we just you're wanted so the environment to be we can't little... take you anywhere uh, oh you remember you were thinking about the time when I fell off the, the couch oh yeah in case you weren't watching that episode oh my but god I'm gonna find that actually <laughs> posted but he fell oh god this looks terrible on his though. ass okay Sorry about that, guys. So basically, in the studio, I got animated and spilled my. It's raining in the studio. My coffee cup of uh, water all over our table, and there's equipment, so we had to. And there's a fly in here. This is really survivor. Oh, this is what I'm saying. I'm, blo- I'm blocking Steve <laughs> on Snapchat and Twitter. We're always, you know, spilling tea. Yeah, no more spilling uh, tea, guys. Just spilling water we'll in the after. Spill the, the water. You can spill the water all you want, but no more tea. All right. Well, what's going on now? All right. I think. Uh, okay. So. Dead Silence. air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead <laughs> we, air. We pretty much covered this episode, and then we get the preview. It was a good episode, but it wasn't. Well, it was all right. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Hopefully, something good. I hope LeBron goes to tribal council next week. So, one of the big things in the, the the preview, and this is what I was saying earlier, is in the preview we see Sarah talking to Wu, saying, "You know, we could throw a challenge." And it's teasing us that the Braun tribe is... They're sending a guy home. but They're they, they, thinking about throwing a challenge. And I honestly, in my prediction right now, I'm going to say it, is Tony gets caught. Yeah. Tony gets caught in his dumbass lies. And Sarah like is pissed off You know that he's... She's using, had it. Had it. He's using the cop card. They want to get his ass out. And I get that. But when you have a tribe of six people, don't throw a challenge and when you're uh well i don't know i think they also just worry that by the time well i don't know he's done so many lies if everyone's against him they should be fine but like they're they're solid at the challenges like it's like on one world why remember one world when colton said we're going to tribal oh my god (laughs) that was amazing television though uh, wait and then even uh uh, um the season the season with pg remember Mm -hmm. and when they threw that challenge and it's like you guys if you watch survivor it's don't throw a challenge. What I love is when these survivors afterwards say that they threw the challenge when really they just weren't very well, good. Well, that's like on Big Brother. Everybody's like, oh, I threw the challenges the whole time. You just sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, just, you just didn't do well. You just didn't do well. I'd probably say the same thing. But and it's interesting because it's like when you when your tribe is only six people, I get it. You know, there's already factions in a small tribe of six. And it's – they're getting – I think they're getting you, – you, they get a little cocky. We've won all these challenges. Like, you know, maybe we should throw a challenge. You I don't know? know. I get sometimes – a tribe, a harmonious tribe, is more important than, than yes. being safe. So I don't know. I mean, you could go either know. way. You can go either way. I don't know. I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's smart. I think you could pick them off when you later. betray the cop code. You're gone. Yeah, well, yeah. And he shook his hand. Yeah. And Sarah she, swore on his badge. Yeah, yeah. It's like Dan Geesling swearing on the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> um, 
our fans hate when we give Big Brother references, but uh, you've we given, love you, both you, reality shows. You've given shows. a couple. I, I, I don't even say Big Brother because people I get know, mad I'm at sorry. me. I'm sorry. I love Survivor, but I also love Big Brother, and there's just some correlation. By the way, we love all your YouTube comments this week. <laughs> no, <people>. Ryan does. <laughs> and if you hate me, don't tune in because clearly you no, love me. Cause you got to have your Because you're watching. You got to have your haters. I'm not getting voted off this tribe, people. Ah. I was here first. But that's we, – we, good or bad, put your comments on YouTube. But if they're bad, give constructive, constructive criticism of how we can yeah. make the show better. Don't just say you hate me because I'll say, oh. I hate you too. <laughs> Which he does. Um, and, and we also, you know, want to encourage people to go to iTunes and give us comments. And we love doing the show and we want to hear what you think. And We love the comments. Justin's on every day replying to everything. And then he's texting me. Oh, they hate you. <laughs> I did text him. I was like, you're, uh, you're getting some bad comments. But uh, so, yeah, I think next week my prediction is uh, we see some Tony trouble. Tony gets caught in his lies. and uh, I'm hoping Tony goes home. I want to see Tony leave. I hope he play. It would be fun to see him play the idol and see what happens. I want to see more Spy Shack. More Spy Shack. I was with Philip Shepard last night, and he was very excited about the Spy Shack, too. Yeah, so these reality awards, This was it fun? Was it cool? Yeah, or, of course. It was just a nomination ceremony of who's nominated oh. uh, per category. And you're actually, What are the, some the, of the example categories? Um, I should have brought the list. I'll bring it next week. But okay. the, um, it's like best reality show, best villain, oh. um, cool. stuff like that. But the production company has to actually nominate you. So if Got like it. Survivor doesn't submit, then Survivor Got doesn't it. get uh, nominated. Got it. Well, we will see who... We should do our own awards on Survivor this season. Our predictions, maybe. Who wins? Yeah, well, we could do our own... I think we do our own reality Survivor awards at the end of our season. I'm ready. We'll see. All right, this has been fun, Ryan. Where can everybody find you? At Twitter and Instagram, it's at Ryan A. Carrillo. So you're not giving your Snapchat anymore. Snapchat's the same if you want to Snapchat me. <laughs> Have you ever gotten fans Snapchat you? All the time, actually. Really? I, I said, remember I said Snapchat me some titties, and I was getting boys oh, and girls titties on. all night long. No way. Yeah. Wow. All right, Snapchat Ryan Creo. I want to see who the true fans out there wearing a Survivor buff. Or no buff at all. Or in the buff. In the buff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and make sure to tune into Reality Relapse over at Bite Size TV. Bite Size TV coming to you at 3 o'clock today. Awesome. So I'm Justin Walter. You can find me on Twitter at Justin F. Walter. And, yeah, this has been our Survivor After Show. We miss you, Jerry. Come back next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.